Welcome to Shields Up Showcase, the podcast about SMH athletics. Uh, we're here with Barry Chamberlain. Uh, coach Chamberlain has, is the athletic director here at St. Mary's Hall and is also the uh, head coach for the varsity basketball team, the, the very successful varsity basketball team, I might add. And kind of off that note, Coach, the first thing we want to talk about is kind of this basketball season. Uh, for some of the people out there who don't know, can you just walk uh, them through what your season's been like this year? Well, as with everyone else's season this year, it's not been normal, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, we're really honestly really thankful that we got to have a season uh, and have, have gotten this far. Um, yeah, it's definitely been unique, but it's been a really good one. Uh, we are currently 19-0, and 0, getting ready to, to go into our final regular season game um, and uh, finish up our district play, and then playoffs will start. So we're currently ranked number one in the state for TAPS 5A, uh, which is a pretty pretty cool honor. Uh, we've been there for a good majority of the season and uh, currently been able to, to keep on winning games. So it's it's been a lot of fun. We've got a great group of seniors, uh, a team that's working really hard. And, and in the midst of all the chaos, it's, it's added a lot of joy and, and fun for sure. So one thing I'm curious about is um, I feel like COVID's really like forced not only coaches but players to really step up and be leaders this year and really set a good example how have do you think that's the case and like kind of how have you seen that play out so far yeah I mean for our guys uh, we're one of the few teams in the state that have worn have worn masks while we play uh that's not very common in basketball um and it's something that we started doing early on when we started our off-season workouts when we first were getting back on campus and allowed to do things and so you know, for I'm really proud of our guys because they really stepped up. Um, and obviously, if they had the choice and, and we weren't in a pandemic, they, they wouldn't wear masks. But um, but they've taken everything in stride that, that's been thrown at them this year with, you know, a limited schedule, you know, wearing masks while we practice and, and play in games. Um, you know, obviously, you know, having having members of our team that aren't there due to due to um, COVID related issues and, and all the things that come along with that, you know, not playing a few games because of that, you know, all of those things that have gotten thrown at them. I'm really impressed with our team and the leadership that's that's been there from our players. Cause you know, as a coach, obviously we want to provide that leadership, but there's only so much we can do. The players have to embrace that and really take on that role themselves to really be successful. And our guys have really shown themselves to, um, to be, high character individuals and really take on that role and accept whatever comes, you know, they haven't, haven't complained about the, the issues at all, as far, you know, not being able to have spectators, we've got a really good team. I think we would have had a lot of fan support, which, you know, would have been great. Um, but because of the limits with capacity and, and all of the other things that come along with it, our guys have done a great job of, of being willing to, to just, it is what it is, and we're going to keep playing and doing the best that we can. And, and I see that as, as being guys with high character and, and really being leaders in that regard. So uh, speaking about those, uh, those hardships and overcoming those hardships uh, and, you know, dealing with the uh, distress of these times and how you've adapted, can you talk to us a bit about how does that work with your, like, sports philosophy and your approach to managing these teams? Yeah, for sure. I mean, philosophically, I'm a big believer in sports being uh, about teaching life lessons, ultimately. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm passionate about sports in general and, and basketball uh, as well. But, you know, in that, you can learn so much about yourself and, and really add value, uh, whether it's a, through a win or a loss or whatever hardships come your way. And, you know, I think for our guys, 
I, I'm hopeful that they're going to take away from this season that no matter what happens, you've got to be willing to, to roll with the punches and you can still find success. You can find appreciation in getting to play. You know, there's lots of states across our country that didn't have seasons this year um, that aren't still aren't playing sports. And so the fact that we were able to have a season, even though it was different and it's changed, I think those are the lessons that we can learn through sports and not just in a pandemic, but every year, you know, you learn that value of hard work and dedication and teamwork. All of those things are, are really why I'm, I am a coach because, you know, I feel like coaches invested in me and really taught me a lot about who I am as a person um, and how to, you know, stick with it, even if you fail, um, which is a, is a difficult thing. It's hard to get beaten and get back up sometimes and, and to get knocked down and deal with those um those difficult circumstances and and i and sports teaches you that but it also teaches you um how to have success too and and it's good to strive for those things and to set goals for yourself and really work hard to achieve them and and at the end of the day hopefully you know no matter what how this season ends up our guys look back on it with pride uh, of what they've accomplished and the things that they've learned and, and grown from both as basketball players and as people so one thing uh, I was curious about was I just remember like my time playing for you in middle school baseball. Um, one of the things I always noticed was kind of your ability to adapt and like know what players needed. If, if you, they needed to kind of have somebody uh, yell at them, not necessarily yell at them, but like get on them, you were willing to do that. But like you also knew kind of when somebody was being super hard on themselves and like needed somebody to kind of help talk them down. So I was curious, is that something like kind of that came naturally to you or is that something that you really had to, to um, learn? Oh, I wish I could say it came naturally to me. Uh, if you talk to some of my high school teammates, they, they would probably say I wasn't the, always the best coach on the court with them. Um, you know, I, you know, I know I have coached you well in middle school baseball, so you've seen the passionate side of me too, even in middle school baseball. Um, you know, I'm a competitor and, and at times, especially as a young person, I didn't handle that well. Um, so it's something I've had to grow uh, as, as uh, especially as I became a coach to understand. And a lot of it came back to some of my courses on education and different learning styles in the classroom uh, as I was going through college and, and that recognition and hopefully some, I think some maturity as well as, as a human being. But you know, it, it, what works for one individual doesn't work for another. And that's true in coaching as it is in teaching. You know, there, there are different learning styles and different um, things that, that people are, and, and players are going to react to better. And some people do take that, you know, constructive criticism. I'm going to give it to you straight and here's how it is. And, and others need that pat on the back because they put plenty of pressure on themselves. And so a lot of that is, is, is relationships and doing, doing my best to, to learn what my players need and, and hopefully try to, to help them um, to be able to be successful. And, and that does that that is different for, for each individual. And there are times where it, it's okay to get on somebody a little bit, a little bit more, I feel like, but then there's times where you have to pull them aside and, and really encourage them. And, um, you know, I know one thing that kind of gets thrown around the coaching world is, is you've got to give a lot more compliments than, than you give criticism. And that's really important. Um, and something I really strive to do to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm loving my players far more than I'm reprimanding them and getting on them about things. And so uh, I think that's really important. It's important to show your players that you really care about them and far more care about them more as human beings than them as a baseball player or a basketball player. So 
I'd just like to ask a question. We usually ask this to all of our guests, but you could give a different perspective on this since you're in administration and not a student athlete. So balancing sports and academics, we both know, we all know that Sam Race Hall can be pretty rigorous at times. So can you speak a bit on that uh, and how you would uh, you know, advise students uh, trying to balance that and like the sports departments in general? Yeah, good, great question. Yeah, especially at our school, you know, it is rigorous academically, which is, which is, you know, it's so great for you all to, to have that opportunity to have that unbelievable academic foundation when you guys head off to college. Um, but it, it is, it's, it's about balance. Uh, that's one of the things that I've learned the most, uh, I feel like over the last few years is really encouraging our student athletes to, to find a balance. Um, Organization is a big part of that. I know that's one of the things we talk about in our coaches meetings is helping students um, stay organized and on, and on top of their work. And and because the more you let that back up and pile up, the more difficult it becomes uh, for them. So it, it's a balancing act for sure to, to make sure that, um, you know, ultimately the the health and well-being of, the, of our student athletes um, stays in a positive place. And, and I think it's up up to us as coaches to have a sense for that too, to check in with with our teams, with our students individually, um, to make sure they're doing okay academically. But I think it's really important for us to understand that that sports is not the end all be all. This is not, you know, professional sports. Um, that you all are students first, and, and we need to remember that. And to give you each of our student athletes the time to go see a teacher when they need to do that. Um, and, and I think that's really important and something that that. I, I believe our head coaches really understand the rigors of, of St. Mary's Hall academically, but I also know how important the athletic side is to the mental health and well-being of our student athletes that enjoy those, those sports. And so, again, it's, it's about finding that balance, and, and there's a time and a place for that student to miss a practice to go work with their English teacher or their math teacher, whatever it might be. Um, but I also know there's a time and a place where that student needs to get away from some of that that other academic stress and just be on the field or the court and enjoy being out there. Because I know that's what it was like for me in high school. The 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 sporting field or the court was where you know where I felt comfortable and forgot about any other problems that I thought I had during that time. So again, I think it comes down to balance and and coaches really having relationships with their student athletes and and supporting them in those right times for, for whatever it is, wherever they need that support, whether it be academically or on the athletic side. Uh, now you did touch on some of these qualities uh, in this, in the question you just answered, but um, I want to know about what do you think that high school sports can do to prepare athletes for the real world, for real life? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's a lot of the unfortunately kind of cliche comments, but but they're true. And I think coaches have to be um, strategic in doing that. It, it shouldn't just be accidental that, that we, we focus on these things, but that, that leadership and character development for, for our athletes and really growing them as individuals, teamwork, because uh, almost any job that you do, you're going to have to work with other people and, and to be on a team and understand how that works and how everyone's going to have a different role in that. Some people may be a little bit more of the face uh, of, of what's going on and other people are in the background. Um, you know, maybe those are your starters and those that come off the bench, you know, those, those things are really important and, and to understand and help the whole team understand that each role is important and um, no role, no role on a team is more, more valuable than another is, is I think huge. Um, so that teamwork and, and hard work, goal setting, I, I touched on that a little bit earlier, but, 
you know, the ability to set a goal and really work hard to achieve it is, is something that is, uh, I think, of great value for, for students to learn moving into the real world. And then also the ability to fail, the ability to lose and understand that it's okay. I've lost a lot of games and, you know, this year has been fun. We, we haven't lost so far, knock on wood. Hopefully that'll continue for a while. Um, but it's okay to lose. It's okay to give everything that you have and lose. Uh, and I think that's a really hard thing sometimes to grasp, especially in our school. We've got students that achieve high on lots of levels on the academic side, on the athletic side, speech and debate. You know, we have driven students, which is great. But to understand that it's okay to give everything you have, fail, and then come back the next day and, and reassess and go, okay, what can I do to, to get better? You know, and ultimately sports, you're doing that all the time. Uh, it's pretty rare that teams do this and, and are able to continue to win games. But even in those wins, I keep telling my guys, it's a lot more fun to learn from a win than it is to learn from a loss. But, but oftentimes those losses help us learn even better. So, you know, the ability to put in everything that you've got and maybe not achieve that goal or lose that game and understand that it's okay, life will go on. What can I learn from that? How do I grow from that to be a better person, a better basketball player, et cetera? Um, I think those are some of the most important lessons that, that can be taught in athletics. So one thing I'm curious about is I feel like over the last really five or six years, sports have become very innovative. I feel like analytics has become much more important um, and really just new philosophies are coming about. So as a coach, how uh, difficult and how important is it to keep up with all of that new information? I mean, I, honestly, I think it's really important. One of the philosophical changes we've made in my time here, and, and I did, we did this a little bit in the college that I played at, um, which, you know, that's, that's been a while now. I feel like our coach was innovative for that time. Um, you know, we've really gone to the, to the really pushing our guys to shoot. We shoot layups and threes um, because it's, it's worth more. And, and it's, it's, um, you know, when you're getting into the paint and getting layups, you're going to make more of those shots and a three-pointer is, is worth, worth more. So when you look at points per possession, which is a big one in basketball, you know, those are the shots that you want to take. You don't want to be shooting 18-footers just inside the two-point line because, or the three-point line, excuse me, because it's not worth as many points. You, you step back just a couple feet and it's worth a whole extra point. And that makes a difference on your, your point per possession. So I think it's really important. Uh, coaches need to stay up on those things because sports are ever evolving and changing both on the analytics side, but just how things are done too. Uh, and the amount of time that you need to spend um, and, and, and practicing and, and how you run those practices. My practices look extremely different than when I was in high school. But when I first started coaching, I pretty much did what I knew and what I did when we were in high school and in college. But, you know, that's changed over the years. And, and I think it's important for coaches to get outside of their area of expertise and talk to other coaches. That's one of the great things about our coaching staff is we really pick each other's brains uh, to try to come up with new ways and new, new things that we can do. Because as a basketball coach, I can learn from a baseball coach or a football coach, field hockey coach, doesn't matter. A lot of those things are intertwined in what we can do and, and go about accomplishing the same types of things, but do it in new and innovative ways. So, yeah, I think it's really important to stay to stay up on those things and learn about it and be a lifelong learner. That's that's what being a lifelong learner is all about. Um, you know, coaching is something that I'm passionate about and I enjoy and I want to continue to learn about it. And, you know, that's something that I hopefully can pass on to, to our athletes, too, is in all areas of life to continue to learn and grow and, and try to improve yourself. I think that's really important. Before we wrap it up here, I just want to ask a more uh, fun question. So 
what do you think is your proudest moment in, S in SMH athletics? Obviously my walk off in eighth grade. <laughs> That's gotta be up there, Will, for sure. Uh, honestly, it, it really is. Um, it really is that I middle school baseball for me, honestly, was one of it's some of the funnest memories I have as a coach, um, you know, because coming off of varsity basketball, a little bit more intense, different type of sport. Uh, I really I loved it. I, I certainly did. So you're up there. Well, there's not a doubt, man. I've still got the baseball up right up here on my desk. Um, so that's definitely one of them, um, you know, things that stick out. Gosh, um, one of them's got to be when A.J. Walker when we first beat Alamo Heights, uh, gosh, that was like six years ago, five or six years ago now, AJ's playing at the Air Force Academy. Um, and he was a junior then. He hit a three to, to beat Alamo Heights for the first time. That one definitely sticks out, you know, buzzer beating shot, pretty exciting. Um, we had some other really good wins. I, I think one of the wins that we had early on in my time here, which is way before probably most people remember, we beat Kincaid out of Houston. Um, and I think that was my third year here. And it was when I felt like our basketball program was kind of turning the corner to become far more competitive. We were in the SBC back then. And Kincaid was a perennial, really good team. They had a, a, a sophomore that was a, you know, a, a top, top 50 prospect in the country and, and ended up playing it. Um, I think he initially signed with Ohio State. But anyway, they were super talented and we beat them and beat them bad. We won by like 15 or 20. And that was probably one of the most exciting wins that, that I had in my time here because it was at the point where we were starting to, to really turn a corner and be competitive and just play lights out in that game and, and just exciting for that group of guys to really begin to have confidence in themselves and play with, with the confidence against a really competitive team. So that one kind of sticks out to me as well. Well, Coach Chamberlain, we just want to thank you for coming on and talking to us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for, for doing this. This is a, a really exciting thing, I think, for our school. And you guys are doing a fantastic job. So I appreciate being, being a part of it. Thank you. We appreciate that. All right. Well, that's the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you later.